So we're here with Talking the Walk, Real People Seeking a Real God. I'm your host, Bob Dignan. Uh, joining us for the umpteenth time is Tracy Lahr. Shocker of shockers. Yes, he's here almost all the time. Joining us on this podcast is Arnold Blair and his wife, Nancy Blair. Who are indeed yeah. real people. Yes. Uh, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, they are coming up on quite a big uh, milestone here. Uh, in just a few weeks, you will have achieved 50 years of marriage. Half a century. Yes. You've been married longer than you've been single, certainly. You crossed that milestone quite a while ago, yes. right? That, yes. Long <laughs> yeah, time you've been together more than you've been apart. Right? That's right. That's right. And, that uh, sounds so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it, to, from my perspective, yeah. being married not only two years, yes, that sounds like a long time. Yeah. Uh, but in, you know, uh, other perspectives, no. I mean, to you guys, sure. I'm, you must, like, think, I don't know, sometimes you might think it just went by like that. I don't know. Seems like, uh, and everybody will tell you this, that in the more, you, the older you get, the faster time seems to go. Mm. Right, and, right. And uh, so, yeah, it seems like the last, well, see, we've been in, been disciples since 1978, so we've been in the church longer than we were before that. So there's, mm. Before you, when you were pagans. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Yes. Now, how old were you when you got married? I was. You had just turned 21. Just, yeah. And I was 22. Yeah. Okay. Just 21, 22. So, so, and you were okay. not Christians at that time? Oh, no, no. Okay. Oh. No. No. <laughs> All right. No. no, not for another 12 years. Oh, how, did, how did you guys meet then? We were definitely pagans. <laughs> <laughs> Living like a lot of college students do oh. today. Uh, I, I was in school at Millican. Okay. And I was a member of the music fraternity. And we put on a spring musical. The music fraternity? Yes. Nice. What, were you a singer? Were you a no, dancer? I was, uh, no, I was just... It was just one of those things for oh. people who were interested in it. I was in the band, but uh, yeah. but then Nancy's brother, who's four years older than we are, had been a member before, and he always came back every spring for the musical, and he brought Nancy along mm. one year and had her fixed up with a date. <laughs> and it wasn't and I, Arnold. No, <laughs> not Arnold. I and I someone else. promptly got myself introduced. I see. Ah. And then she transferred from Northern the following fall and... Uh, mm. So basically, basically, since the fall of 1963, mm -hmm. we've been dating, engaged, married, or whatever. Yeah, there so, you go. That's awesome. And you're both, you're basically, I mean, you're Illinois people. You're. Oh, yeah. mm. I'm from yeah. downstate. I'm yeah. from Des Plaines, up near Chicago. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mayor. All right. Yeah. So yeah, I married a hick. No. Ah! <laughs> I used, I used not to tease that there's him, anything wrong with there's that. There's not a thing. No, there isn't. We made it 50 years. I guess it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll provide the suburb side of the equation. Tracy can provide the deep south. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I'm from south of I-80, so for most people in Chicago, that's... Uh -huh. That's, yeah. That's no, land, land. Land. Yes. Right. Yeah. Now, now, okay, so you're married. Uh, you're 21, 22, etc. You don't become Christians for 12 years. Now, do you have your children within that first 12 years? Yeah. Or? yeah. Okay. We were married in 66. Our first child was born almost a year later. Mm -hmm. Within 21 days, 19 days of our anniversary, our first child was born in 67. Cool. The second one, Rob, was born in three years later in 1970. And Jason was born four and a half years later in 1974. Then we okay. were converted in 1978. So, mm. so you came in as, as parents, a family of five. Right. Came, as, yes, as Christians. We did. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we, we really, I was really looking 
forgot. I just, Mm -hmm. our marriage was a mess, and we had just actually decided to get divorced. And a friend friend of mine, um, we just weren't getting along very well. I don't think we really knew how to handle being married, to be Mm -hmm. honest. We were still immature. And, of course, the problems that Jeffrey, who's developmentally delayed, brought with him, just added, you know, to the stress and. Um, now, okay, what well, you develop mentally? What exactly he was, does that mean? He what, was yeah. brain damaged at birth. Okay. He, mm-hmm. you know, that um, after you deliver a child, they have to get them breathing within ten minutes, mm-hmm. uh, and he didn't. I see. And so there was, it's called anoxia, where there's uh, oxygen doesn't get to the brain fully, so there right. was brain damage there. So he's mentally retarded, and uh, had a mild case of cerebral palsy. And um, so is he requiring twenty four hour? He requires twenty four seven supervision. Yeah. And um, of course, when there are babies, they do too. Well, anyway, but yeah, I, as he but grows he up, still does now change, as an adult because right. yeah. he's okay. well. We've been married fifty years. He's forty nine. So right. okay. Uh, and he's in a home in uh, Centralia, Illinois. It's a state. Mm-hmm. Place, but they take really good care of him. He's very mm. happy there. But that's a that's just a whole other pressure on a, a young oh. married oh, couple. Yeah. That, yes. that yes. I could imagine. You know, mm. if you don't have well, a support got system a, around you, a child that never develops beyond the age of three and a half. Yeah, and he's the first. Mm. Okay, so that was so your first then child. the others come along, and it's not too long before they're passing him up, mm. and you still got to deal with a three and a half year old. Sure. Who and, and, and one of his problems is his inability. To communicate verbally, mm-hmm. he's got a handful of words. Most of them are approximations. He knows some signs, mm-hmm. but uh, very stubborn, strong-willed, and not able to communicate. Mm-hmm. So here you are. You're in this young marriage. You've got three children. One of them is a a, a more it, challenging situation. Yeah. So your marriage was under a lot of stress. You're looking for help. Yeah, and yeah. I we, it. The marriage was under a lot of stress for a lot of reasons. I think we just really didn't know how to communicate well mm-hmm. and um, how to express our needs to each other and, and talk through things. And um, we just we just got to a, hit a wall and mm-hmm. said, that's it. It's, you know, it's done. And um, the one thing I didn't have to worry about was, like with Jeffrey, I didn't have to worry about, we were talking about what we would do with the children if we divorced. And he was always willing to take Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. He was very good with him. He's a good father, and that was never a problem. We had more trouble being husband and wife right. than being parents. Sure. And um, so we decided we were going to do that. And a day or two later, well, I was lying in bed that night that we made that decision. I thought, God, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be somewhere here. Mm. I I can't find you. Now, are you religious at all at this time? I mean, do, were you raised uh, religious? I had stopped going to church because okay. Okay. there was no support for us from the church we were going to. Okay. I felt, except they I wanted, mean. well, they gave him a prestigious position to get him to come, but then I got left at home with Jeffrey <laughs> oh. and the boys again. What was your oh. prestigious position? I, I was an elder in a denominational church. At Daddy. the age of... 28? 20, so yeah, something like that. Okay, that's interesting. All right. Something like, something that. like that. I also was the one who would read the scripture before the minister gave his mm. social message mm. for the day. Okay. And, uh, so so and you it had was, to be there. And yeah. you're at home with the kids. Yeah, and it was a church that I had been raised in, we'd been going to with. Awesome. I have family in that area. So, so you were a Charleston. legacy. You were. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm now the black sheep of the family. Well, okay. <laughs> 
All right. So you're you're laying in bed. God, you're supposed to be here somewhere. Yeah, and and I just just kind of left it at that, but I just felt so desperate. I didn't know what else to do. And Hmm. it was close to our middle son, Rob, his birthday. And my friend Nancy uh, Mantle came by to see if I needed any help getting the birthday party ready. And um, How did you know her? She used to live two doors down from us, oh, okay. and then they moved to a bigger house when they had their third child. And sure. uh, Sandy Ingram and her husband lived between us. Okay. So and it was the Blairs, the Ingrams, and the Mantles all right there together in Charleston. Oh. Yeah. So we were, you know, we were talking, and I finally just, you know, unloaded and told her what was going on. And um, she said, remember that church that we used to send the kids to Sunday school on the church bus? And then we'd sleep in. I said, yes. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I remember. And she said, well, we go there now. Hmm. And, you know, why don't you come and see what it's like and see if it, you know, offers you any help and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, what about Jeffrey? And she's, well, there's a night service. So I said, okay, I'll come Sunday night. And, um, so, so, so Arnold was going Sunday morning to his church and you went Sunday right. night to the Yeah, other that's kind of it. Something okay. like that. All right. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, there's, you know, 60 minutes is on Sunday night. Mm. You know, there are certain priorities for Sunday uh, night that well, you, okay. you can't give up. As long as you didn't yeah. get crazy. All that's right. Yeah. You already checked your, you already read your scriptures yeah. for this. Yeah, yeah. 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 sure. I understand that. <laughs> okay. So I went that, I went that Sunday night and I just <clears throat> had never seen anything like it. I'd, I'd never heard 200 Bibles opening at the same time and flipping mm-hmm. pages and the beautiful singing that came out of that group and just, you know, praising God and you all, um, Kip was preaching and everything came from the scriptures and I was like, holy mackerel, I've never <laughs> yeah. seen anything like this. And so then afterwards we went down and we, I met, uh, the preacher was Roger Lamb and, um, Nancy asked him if there would be anybody that could help out with Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Up the stairs, you'd think it was coordinated, <laughs> walked a brother who had just got his master's in special ed. Mm-hmm. And he calls him over and he said, do you think you could give us a hand with Jeffrey? And he said, oh, sure. I mean, it was just no question. It uh-huh. was, oh, sure. And so he came over, mm, I don't know, it was that week or the next week, to meet him and get acquainted with him and see if he could handle him. And so I was able then to bring the kids, and they would go down to their Kingdom Kids program, and um, Jim would take care of Jeffrey, monitor him, which he needed, and because um, he was all over the place. Uh-huh. And um, I was able to attend a class or you know just a service or whatever. I never left. I mean, I I went that one night, and I was back continually after that. <clears throat> and um, now, how long did it take Arnold before you? Uh... Decided to join up here and join your your wife. Uh, that was well. If it was around Rob's birthday, it would have been in mid-April. She was baptized in late May, and I did agree to come to her baptism. Hmm. But I had to leave early. They had to do it at the beginning of services because I had a meeting that night. Oh, I thought it was sixty minutes. Sixty again. minutes. No, no, it was, yeah. a, it, was, it, was, it, was a Wednesday, it was a Wednesday night. And oh, I had, okay. I, I right. had a meeting. He did have a meeting. It was I did a real meeting. meeting. <laughs> and then I was, uh, I, I was. Uh, I was baptized in December. <laughs> okay, so okay. six months, eight seven months, months eight months. Eight yeah. months. Okay, all right. Yeah. I stopped and started with Roger several times. Mm. Well, you know, everybody has their own journey and their That's own right. pace. That's and, right. yeah. yeah, I think I saw the need for God in my life. 
before he did. Mm-hmm. And yeah. my parents, my mom and my dad had tried to instill that in us, but I never saw them open the book and read. Mm-hmm. You know, they went to church every Sunday, and um, they didn't read with us. There was there was now no studying with people the way we do now. Right. And um, I immediately was asked if I wanted to study the Bible because I thought, I know it's God's Word, but I don't know what it says, so obviously mm, I need sure. need help. And so we started that week, and it was about six weeks. Mm. And um, I just wanted to watch and see what it was like and if all this hugging and affection between What's people in the that? church yeah. Yeah, <laughs> was for real and, and if people really cared and people were inviting us into their homes and spending time with us and it was like we'd never been loved up on like that. And so after you know, after I studied for six weeks it's like, you know, I've got to do this whether Arnold likes it or not. Mm-hmm. And he at mm-hmm. least had kept his promise to come check it out if I liked the church. Yeah. He kept his promise and he came. He came to a now a at, at what point did you decide maybe we won't divorce and separate. Maybe God can put this marriage back to me. What was it that made that light go off? Yeah, honestly, I think that came fairly quickly because mm. I was uh, seeing some changes. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh huh. Marsha Lamb was encouraging Nancy to make some changes in our relationship, and uh, it kind of cooled everything down. Mm. Okay. Mm. Cooled cooled the hostilities. Mm-hmm. I I had to learn how to <clears throat> approach him in a loving, respectful way, and that was not my nature. I'm very that uh, wasn't your go-to no, approach. Okay, all right. No, I'm just I'm just being upfront. You know, I yeah. just say it like it is, and sure. I did, and didn't do us any good. And hmm. we would all usually get into some kind of argument, and um, but I I just really I they started me at at home plate and I just had to learn how to talk to him, how to respect him, you know, what love was really supposed to be like, what God Mm. had in mind for a married couple. Um, I I had to learn how to talk to my kids. I Mm -hmm. wasn't respectful of them either. And um, I would normally, oh, my my three brats, you know, was kind of my attitude. And I'd get stopped, you know, it'd be a tap on the shoulder and somebody would say, those are children. Those are not brats. Those are mm. children. And so I had to really learn from scratch. Right. Mm. And um, and they noticed the change, you know, and uh, especially uh, Rob, who was eight at the time. He, um, he noticed a big difference. And when you'd ask him, he'd say, I feel loved now. Mm-hmm. And we were blown away that he hadn't felt loved. Wow. I mean, we thought we were loving. We were not. And... <laughs> wow. And... Um, well, you know, I think most of us, we, 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 we have our own set of standards. We, when we don't know there's something else out there, right? then we think, okay, this is the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. This is normal, and we're doing good because we're doing that. When you, mm-hmm. when you don't really know, there's a... A much better way. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, or you think you know God's way because, hey, you're reading the scriptures. You're an elder. I must know God's way. Yeah. 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 Now, that yeah, was one of the first, first things I had to deal with uh-huh. when I sat down with Roger. Was yeah, I believe the Bible is God's word. Well, do you know what it says? Yeah, mm. do you know what it says about being an elder. And at the time, my cousin 
she was not married. She was in college. She was also an elder. Mm-hmm. So it's like this theory, you know. And I remember even sitting down with the minister of the church we were going to and telling him I was going to have to resign and that we were going to Heritage Chapel Church of Christ. And he was saying, well, what's going on? I just, well, I just have some real questions about my faith. And his response was to wave at all of his books on his shelf. And, well, I have all of these books here on faith that might be able to answer your questions. Mm-hmm. Didn't really... So here, what you check one out, take it home, read it. Yeah. What is? It's, yeah, okay. Yeah. He didn't didn't dig in. Just offered me his library. Ah, hmm. so hmm. so that I mean, I think uh, it took me a while before I really got to the point where I was ready to admit that what I had been doing wasn't what I needed to be doing. Mm-hmm. See, it was hard to turn my back on having gone to church all my life and now have to realize that that's not right mm. and yeah that's a hard one yeah and i still have family there i have a niece who is now a minister in that denomination mm-hmm. it's like and, and and pretty much you called yourself the black sheep because you're the only one not well my my brother has used the term but uh, okay. <laughs> but uh he fell away from that church. I fell away right. from that church, yeah. So he's the black sheep. Which may be true. It may be true. Yeah, may be true. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. Did you have um, any similar um, moments of change that you were noticing in Nancy? Or maybe Nancy can answer about you. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of one of those things where uh, if you get married, you bring your character before you were married into your marriage. But then also if you become a Christian, you say, I want to do this. You bring your character from before into that now life. I mean... <clears throat> What, was there any sort of you, you spoke highly of your wife's and, and her change? I, I just wonder what was going on with you in that time in the marriage. Um, yeah, I like like Nancy said we had we had agreed on divorce. We pretty much agreed on the separation of the kids. Um, and, but yet I, I could immediately see some changes in her in whether I wanted and probably didn't admit it at the time could see now that I was the one mm-hmm. <laughs> that probably mm-hmm. needed to make some changes now because she was responding differently to me mm-hmm. than she had in the past. And um, I think there's even been a couple of times that she's even asked if I've noticed that things were different. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a great one to verbalize those things. I'm not a great one to share those things. Mm-hmm. So times, sometimes when I get pushed against the wall I'll come up with a, I'll come up with the right answer but I don't always volunteer it mm. Mm. so it, it was there were, yeah, there was uh, not just in the initial six weeks but even going forward from there when she was still going and I was still fighting back and forth with Roger and sure putting up with his devious ways of getting together with me <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that I was uh, we lived in Charleston my parents lived in Paris, and uh, Paris, Illinois, Illinois, for those Paris, listening. Yeah, Paris, yes, Illinois, geographically challenged. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, we got lots of towns in okay. Illinois. Okay, and as as I re- recall, was it the kids were over there that weekend? For some reason, I had to drive to Paris Saturday afternoon. Roger comes up with this story that he has a long lost uncle who lives in Paris, Illinois. Uh. 
Wait a and minute. he does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. True. Comes no. up with this story doesn't mean Roger lied to me. No, no. Okay. no. <laughs> Roger's uncle was Jiggs Lamb. A used Jigs. Coach. Jigs. Jigs Lamb. He was a used car dealer well, in Paris, Illinois. Oh, is that so. <laughs> A used car dealer named Jiggs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Roger hooked a ride with me over to Paris and back. And uh, the whole time. <laughs> preaching the gospel to you. Well, no, he didn't get too far because I shut him down pretty quickly that I wasn't interested in talking about it. But we did spend, it's about a 45-minute drive each way, so we did have an hour and a half together. But uh, mm. it's still, you know, on one way or another, it, uh, it it reinforced some of the things I've seen with Nancy as far as the people mm-hmm. wanting to be involved mm. in her life. And by extension, wanted to be in my, involved in mine, mm. whether I wanted them there or not. Right. They weren't going to give up. <laughs> so, okay, so here we are, fast forward, how many ever years it's been, <coughs> yeah. uh, and, and evidently you did not get a divorce and no. separate. Yeah. In fact, one, one thing that I'm noticing, which is, which is fascinating, is you, you'd both mutually kind of agreed, we want to move forward with divorce, separate, kind of... It was kind of understood. It was talked about or whatever. But then changes in you, Nancy, and your life, almost like, Arnold, you couldn't, like, keep with it. Almost you were, you were, there was something deeper connection between you two. And maybe it was just because you were, you were legal and married and you had three kids that you kind of didn't still move forward with it. But changes in your life, there was a response there to where you said, like, I, I I had to start acting differently because she was acting differently, and so I just see a deep right. connection there that goes beyond like that decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there was, and I think, uh, and I've mentioned this several different times. Uh, I have two brothers and a sister. Nancy has a brother and a sister, and of those seven kids in that generation, there's only been one divorce. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rest of us uh, have all. Mm-hmm. And you figured our age, you know, they're all 40 years plus. Right, right. So it, 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 it was right not yeah. something that was, uh, you know, you see some families where every other kid is divorced. Mm-hmm. Well, in our family, that just, and he, by extension, just even, even my cousins and that, you know, they're, they're a couple. But still, majority of us, it just doesn't happen. So therefore, yeah, as much as I agreed to it and as much as I wanted it at the time, when it really came right down to it, I'm not sure mm. that either one of us was really ready to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think what we finally came to, you know, years after we've, we've talked about it a few times, and it wasn't that we didn't love each other anymore. Mm. is that we had made <clears throat> such a mess of things, and we didn't know how to fix it. Mm-hmm. And so by <coughs> you get to that point, it's then why live this way, why not? And yeah, I was scared to death. You know, how was I going to support my end with two of the kids or whatever we decided to do? And um, that didn't endear me to him at that point. But, <laughs> you know, and make me want to stay together. But it made me afraid of, of separating and trying to be a single mm-hmm. mom and, and sure. financially and right. things like that. But um, I also knew what a good dad he was. And mm-hmm. that the kids would really have a hard time. And um, but I figured, well, we'd you know we'd make it work, and then through my studying the Bible, um, it was Marcia and somebody else that were studying with me. I'm sorry, I don't remember. Karen. Maybe it was Karen. Um, mm-hmm. Were able to show me 
and by and by asking a lot of really good questions, and of course they got quite personal. Mm. Um, <laughs> was that I was like, yeah, I think I do still like him. You know, I do still oh. care about mm. him, and and they just said, you just need to pray for passion. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? God's interested in that part of my life, too? You know, it's like that was just a total surprise. And she said, pray and find out, you Mm. know. And so I did, and I found out, you know. (laughs) And so, you know, that was was part of it is, is we didn't really want the divorce. But I think I saw before he did that this was a place where we could get the help we needed. Mm -hmm. And um, they were talking about a a film series coming up that summer that they were going to do for the uh, marrieds and um, for those of you oldies and goodies, Faulkner and Brakeen. Brakeen. Yes. Yes. And there was a film series. And I tell you, it was good. It was two men presenting this information about marriage and how to treat your husband and wife. But coming from a man's perspective was excellent and it made both of us squirm. I mean, we were so convicted about the things that we were not doing and the unloving things we were doing that we didn't really realize were unloving and um, how we were just undermining ourselves hmm. and um, and undermining all of God's plan for what marriage can be because I'm like... Supposed to be so, you know, such mm. a neat thing, and here we are. It's not neat. Yeah, it's not. Mm. Well, what what I'm hearing though, I mean, certainly Faulkner, Burkeen, and, and, and different things like once both of you are on board. Yeah. Uh, but you know, your your marriage is is for all practical purposes over. You've you've mutually agreed to end it. Uh, and and not that I'm against marriage counseling. I know you know people people who do marriage counseling and people that it has helped. But what I'm hearing is is what saved your marriage was. You, Nancy, decided to deal with Nancy and God. Yes. Hmm. And Arnold started dealing with Arnold and God. And then once you started dealing as individuals with your own heart and your own lives with God, they made it so much easier to deal with the marriage. And, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, would, would you would you agree? Does that am I hearing yeah. it wrong, or is that no, no, no? I think that I think that's, hmm. that's really accurate because we were talking even earlier this evening. You know, Nancy asked, you know, what, 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 what are the things that have kept us here? Mm-hmm. And I think one thing we mentioned called the church or the relationship with God, it's something that we both came to realize that if we weren't focused on that, then if it wasn't this year, then two, mm-hmm. five, ten years down the road, we're going to be right back where we are now. Mm-hmm. And the kids will just be older. Mm. And it'll be more complicated. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Hmm. yeah, yeah. I think I think yeah. Once, uh, I just uh, fortunately or whatever reason that she was the first one, and latched on to it more quickly, more readily than I did, hmm. was still was still the spur to sure get me a few months later to. To, to realize that yeah I, I I needed to deal with myself right my mm. sin my uh, attitudes mm-hmm. and uh, then we could focus on two of us mm-hmm. but had to get each one of us straightened out first mm-hmm. yeah well evidently like I said evidently it worked because yeah. <laughs> we're 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 in the midst of planning a 
renewing of the vows. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I commend you guys for going all the way on that. I mean, you do it on the same day, the, the day Just of the exactly year. fifty years. Same yeah. time. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, I kind of want to move um, maybe a little further in time, and and we can kind of round out park here. But now that you're on this side of the, all that time and all those memories. Are there any other high points that you, you've been reflecting on? I mean, we've talked about almost maybe the lowest of low points <laughs> in your marriage and life mm -hmm. so far. Are there any other high points that you've been thinking about? Or even on Sunday, Nancy, when you and I were kind of trying to line up this time, you were like, now that we're planning this 50-year celebration, so much is coming back oh, to I me. Bet. So many yeah. memories, so many yeah. people's faces are flooding back to my uh, memory. I mean, what, what all would you comment on that happened in that, in that time? In the next two minutes, if you could just sum it up. No, I'm not. 25 words or less. But, like, what's a high point? You asked the wrong person. A highlight. Wow. Yeah, I think, you know, it's probably what most people are going to say is your three kids. You know, even with Jeff being in his situation, he is still the one that taught us about unconditional love. Okay. Mm. No matter <laughs> yes. how much trouble he got into, mm. how much he got sent to his room or disciplined or whatever it was, he was always the first one out to come out and get a hug. Or mm. he always knew he could go sit on his baby brother's lap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or his baby brother, Jason, could go sit on his, <laughs> his lap when he got in trouble. He knew Jeff would take care of him. But uh, I think, you know, with, even with that, but then to see the others uh, where they are right now and uh, two grandkids come out of all that, oh. um, uh, you know, I think that's, you know, I'm not sure what else. Other, other than the fact that uh, uh, even after all these years from 1978, went to Chicago for 20 years, now we're in Champaign, and... Uh, uh, yeah, just start. You're starting to get some responses from some people that are coming in. Okay, coming to the wedding. Coming to or the, the renewal. renewal. Yeah. I don't know what. What do you call that wedding? I don't know. Fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, whatever. But uh, I mean, Nancy was. Nancy dropped her phone last week. She says, "Oh my gosh, we had." Uh, there's a gal who lived with us back one summer when we were in Charleston. It was the summer after we placed Jeffrey. So okay, it was summer of 1980. 80. Okay, she had moved to Boston. Got married out there, raised her own family. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about one when she stayed with us. That well, was the summer of 80. Yeah. Summer of 80, she stayed with us, and they later on moved out oh. to Boston. Mm. Married. As soon as she got the invitation, she got on the phone, booked her plane flight to Chicago. Wow. Already has part of her arrangements made to spend the weekend with us. And it's like, and uh, we've got heard from two, three... Three or four couples from Chicago that are, uh -huh. that are coming down. Maybe we and, could get Roger to come and visit his uncle. And not <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the car. He could sell the car that you guys drive away in. Yeah, Just a married car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, Jiggy know, is still yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. I, don't so, know. I, don't, I don't know. Those are things that... Oh, yeah. Those are great. They're great relationships that have lasted. Mm. Yeah, yeah, still on Facebook with some of them. Yeah. But... When we lived in Charleston, we lived next door to Sandy Ingram. Mm. And so the day after I was baptized, I went over and shared with her. Who, by the way, for those listening, she's she's, she's now a member of our church. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
she was like, boy, I really need to do that too. And I said, well, why don't you come see what it's like and, you know, see what you think. And she said, okay. She said, but you know, I really do need to study the Bible. So I called Marcia and she came over and studied with Sandy. And then um, she became a Christian within a short amount of time. I called my sister out in, um, where were they, Massachusetts at the time? Massachusetts or Connecticut. And and told her about it. And she went out. She found a Church of Christ not too far away and started going and she studied and she became a Christian and mm-hmm. then her husband did. Wow. He became a Christian. And then um, they're still part of the church down in Alabaster, Alabama. Wow. Um, Birmingham. Birmingham. Suburb of Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Because we know all know where true. Alabaster is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm trying to think. We got to study with a couple neighbors, but they were... There were the three of us were the only ones from that neighborhood. I think that mm. were converted, but um, just being in the Bible studies and being in the in the devotionals and just being with the family, everything we moved. Oh, Bonnie Kyle, then mm-hmm. I got to study with her with Marcia, and she became a Christian, and then her husband became a Christian. They're part of. Well, Greg has passed away. Mm. Greg's in heaven, so yay. Um, <laughs> but Bonnie's still part of the uh, congregation here, and. Um, we became good friends with Pam and Mike Kearns, and they're still here. And mm-hmm. there were several others. And then when we went up to Chicago, it we knew what we were supposed to do, and we just did it. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And um, then they taught us. They taught us to do some extra things like premarital counseling, and we <laughs> we did several couples, and um, some of them will be here, and. Um, just made some really great relationships up there, uh, including Darren and Sharon. And um, I think there's something else I was going to tell you. Well, there's but a theme. Anyhow, it's just, yeah. you know, we just kept living the life. It's like it gave us a purpose. Well, it seemed like, yeah, you you, you, you became very outwardly focused yes. um, yeah. with your life. I mean, you, you passed it on. I mean, yeah. think about, like, you were in that moment of, I don't know how I can do this alone. And then in steps people in your life god is using those people to get into your life you let them in for a a period of time and it's not like that was the only time you had people giving to you but then you guys turned around and have been giving to all these people doing the same right yeah and that's uh, that's amazing i mean there's just a multiplicative effect when you when you get over yourself and you connect with god Multiplicative. Multiplicative. Well, well, that's, I'm I, ain't, I ain't no jig lamb. Okay, <laughs> man, I'm telling you. You guys from the suburbs of Chicago. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, that's you all that. educated. He's a word person. Yeah. Yeah. educated. No, I mean, it just it spreads. Yeah. And yeah. and you are willing to be used in that way. And that's that's an incredible um, encouragement yes. to me mm-hmm. in, in my young faith and young marriage. And and you remain that way for the for the Champagne Church. I mean, you guys are, are pillars of the church and examples and mm-hmm. uh you know you're, you you when people retire you know arnold which i know you've tried to do a few times <laughs> uh vocationally uh, unsuccessfully but uh you know people that they, they well we're going to kick back and you know relax and enjoy right. the, you know the golden years as it's called but you guys keep serving you keep working you keep yeah. giving and um mm-hmm. it's inspiring it's encouraging yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the greatest things that I've noticed about you guys from from afar is no need, no need is too big or too small to pay attention to, and that's just uh, it's encouraging for me to do the same. Oh, thank you. Yeah, 
it's it just it's like what else would we do Mm. you know that's just that was the way jesus was and it's what else would you do i can't Mm -hmm. imagine his mother stop being what she was after he was crucified they would and the disciples would just go on doing what he wanted them to do and Mm. i don't i don't know what else to do Mm. um it just becomes your life Mm. and um there, there isn't anything I think that we enjoy more. It's harder when you get older and can't do as much and physically have to slow down and things like right. that. And it's <laughs> you, you <laughs> tend to feel like you're not doing enough. Right. But you know what, but, Nancy? I run around all day, every day, and then at the end of the day, I feel like you know what? I'm not really doing a whole lot <laughs> with my day. I'm just running around crazy. I'm not making smart decisions. Sure. I'm not making wise decisions. I'm just running around. <laughs> yeah. So there, there probably is a lot to be learned on that side yeah. too. And, and and you know, Jesus said, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength." And with the strength. Uh, you know, Bob, you probably got more strength than any of us here in the Maybe. room. Maybe uh, more stamina, Never more know. energy. Uh, but you love him with all your strength, and you know you guys love him with all yeah. your strength. It might not be what it was twenty years ago or thirty years ago, no. But it's yeah. still all your strength, and yeah. and that's what I see you doing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it's inspiring for our members who like like we've got two young couples getting married this year. Mm-hmm. We've got I don't know how many young couples in the church. Now we're having a baby boom. Yes. <laughs> but now they're looking at well, look who's these guys, man? They're they're celebrating fifty years that's you know i don't want to make you feel bad but that's no, twice as double. long as some of we them were you know hard to get here. <laughs> some of them have yeah. been alive but <laughs> i'm just yeah. saying that yeah. they go wow yeah. if, if if we could just be half of what you guys you know have that life and, and be giving that would, that's just it's inspiring it's encouraging yeah i think you know the thing that uh, i would really want people to especially the younger ones to take away is that it ain't all been smooth sailing mm-hmm there's been yeah. some <laughs> been some mighty rough waves in mm-hmm. the ocean mm-hmm. and uh, the, let's just say there's been some pretty pretty rough sure. times even even since we were baptized mm-hmm. and um, the only thing with that is uh, just before we moved down here which was in 07 that previous fall I had gone for five or six weeks without going to church mm-hmm. I'd been gone several weeks before that emotionally and spiritually Yeah, but we came down here one Sunday we were coming down fairly regularly then because Stan and Susie were here and we were real close to them and I told Darren at the time if I'm going to talk to anybody it will be Stan and I'm not even ready to talk to him yet mm-hmm. but we did come down and it took a little while, but finally got my head turned back around and uh, <laughs> right. got going in the back direction, right, right back in the right direction. But uh, you know, to say that you know that it's going to be smooth sailing just because you've made a decision mm. and that you're going to sail sure. through fifty years of marriage or fifty years of life yeah. without a bump or a wave, as or you're a wave yeah. every now and then, not just a speed bump, but a, yeah. but a wave. Don't be surprised, but don't give up. Hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's why I'm getting down. Yeah, to I mean, yeah, I mean, because it's going to happen. So, what's the secret? Yeah, How do you I, ride the wave? Uh, for me, I, I, I think the one thing I've noticed is that we both have our highs and lows, 
and fortunately they're not at the same time. <laughs> and you do kind of lean on the other one mm-hmm. to get through that. And during, especially during that period of time when I wasn't wanting to talk to anybody or see anybody, even though I didn't know for sure, I would have pretty well bet you anything that she was. And so therefore, you know, she was she was hanging on mm-hmm. wherever she could to whomever she could. And they were all praying and grabbing on to me, even though I didn't want anybody to grab a hold of me. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, I, I think it's, you know, because it is a marriage that, and you've got a spouse that, I've always said that she's more spiritual than I am, that I can always hang on to her. But it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. And I think at, at that time in particular, it was I just had to, literally hit bottom mm-hmm. and realize when I did. Right. But I also knew where I could turn when I was ready to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Now, it didn't take too long after that to get things, get the ship sure. righted and the mm-hmm. waves smoothed, smoothed out. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I just I just have to second, you know, <coughs> he said I hung on to everybody I could. I could, and I did, and I think that it just really reinforces the idea of, of friendships, deep friendships, and discipleship, and people that you entrust yourself to open up to, who know some of your deepest, darkest secrets, and um, sometimes mm-hmm. your spouses, you know, um, depending on the situation. But you've got to have those people in your life who know almost everything mm-hmm. so that you can hold on because they can't hold you up if they don't know some of that background yeah. stuff. And I was blessed to have, oh gosh, I think there were th- three women, especially up in Chicago. I mean, one relationship lasted nine years until they moved away. And, you know, I mean, they one was longer than that. and um, And then I decided... I could see some changes coming there, so I developed another relationship that I could just really hold on to, and it was mutual, you know. Mm. And um, I, I would go to this one friend, especially Susie, and say, "You know my sister," and she knew my sister because of me, you know okay. what I told her. <laughs> she didn't know my sister, right? And but I had tried to share what our relationship was like. Both good and bad, you know, my part and hers, not not just one sided, and tried to be honest about it, and um, and the same thing with Arnie. She she just knew a lot, and she was very insightful and very wise, and so she was a person I could just hold on to. Mm-hmm. There were times after we weren't spending as much time together when I got caught in a situation where I thought I need to talk to somebody that really knows me, and I hadn't talked to her in six months. Mm-hmm. And I called her on the phone, and it, we just stepped right back into the relationship and and the uh, ability to give wise advice because she knows that not much had changed over six months, and um, give me some really good spiritual advice and scriptures and things like that that I needed to be reminded of, so that so that I could hold on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, and I just think God provided those women. For me, and I've yeah. tried to be that for other women awesome. sometimes. Yeah, and, and oh, you were going to say one Yeah, other there's thing. one other thing that's made me think while Nancy was talking there that, and this is more for the husbands, don't be afraid to talk to a woman. 
I mean, uh, <laughs> some of the most straightforward, direct advice, direction mm -hmm. I ever got were from my discipler's wife mm -hmm. <laughs> or right. the evangelist's wife. Um, and Susie Addis sat there one day and finally said, Stan, just be quiet a minute. And she turned and she looked at, straight at me mm -hmm. and said, I don't ever want to see you treat your wife like that again. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I, and we, we had a young couple we were discipling one time. He was upset, offended because Nancy, he thought Nancy gave him advice that wasn't her place. Now, he apologized yeah. several months later. It usually Realized, means he was very convicted yeah, by it. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> but he, 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 came back, yeah, he came back and apologized several months later. He's yes. like, I was wrong. We have since done the same thing. Right. They're living in Florida, and they're doing great. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, don't be afraid yes. uh, to, to take advice, discipling from a spiritual person. That's that's. And I, and I have found, Arnold, that uh, very few uh, of the sisters in my life have any problem telling me what to do and where to go and, and what, what, yeah. The I mean, problem is uh, whether you're going to listen. Whether you take it or not. Yeah, you're going to listen. That's the whole yeah. issue, right, because it's usually there's no problem in them saying So something. I'm not the only one. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel better. Guys, I so appreciate you being willing to do this and, and walk us all the way back to that time yeah. and through some of those memories and those times. And just sharing mm -hmm. your life with us in a ways that I've I've just taken so much out of it here, and I ho I hope uh, our listeners can as well. Thank Absolutely, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's been fun. Thank you. Thank you for asking.